And welcome to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9, where the podcast can be found at WRQK.com from yesterday. I liked yesterday's show. That's why right, right out of the gate. I'm like, ah, today, not so much. Let's <laughs> go right. back. Let's revisit yesterday. That one was actually pretty good. Make Just sure you put again. that one up there. We have garbage tickets for you. They're playing Hard Rock Roxino Northfield Park there around uh, the 18th of October. We'll get you into that. Every single hour on the program, your shot at $1,000. 9 a.m. this morning. Uh, dude, I'm, I, dude, I'm already stressed because I have it written down. And if, if you could see my pad of paper, I've scribbled it out like six times and have redone it. Okay. Somebody, we kind of got into this a couple of months ago, like these Mount Rushmore's of like, you know, your favorite, like, you know, blank. And somebody got us on sports movies yesterday. I don't even know how we started doing that, but somebody got us on sports movies. And they were like, and I was like, all right, well, hold on. We'll actually take a night. We'll, we'll think about this and we'll do it at nine o'clock. And I got to tell you, I've, I have seen a thousand lists over the last two days of like 101 best sports movies. And I can't, I'm having the hardest time. So we'll do what we normally do. I'll give you the four and then two honorable mentions okay. off to the side. And even that is, is tough. Or we're already cheating it. There's no two honorable <laughs> like president faces on the side of Rock Bowl. Like, more. hey, at any moment, moment now, we'll just put Clinton right here. No, they, 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 they don't do that with Mount Rushmore. It's in that rock. It's, it's, it, that's what it is. Right. And we're already cheating the system. And I want like a, I do, I want a Rushmore 10. That, that's what I want. I like an NBA starting team. It um, it's tough making your favorite list, man. I mean, and because there's so much that goes into it, because you want to appreciate like something for truly being good, but you also want to appreciate the things that you love. You know what I'm saying? Here's what was hard: really great movie or movie that made me feel great when I was a kid. Exactly. Really, really tough. Really, really tough call. Like I remember watching that. That was so much fun. Right. And it's like, dude, you go back and you watch that movie, and it's like that movie sucked. What are you talking about? Okay, spoiler. We'll give you a little bit of what we're talking about right here, and Fantone hit it right on the head. Because one of the movies people are going to drill on us, Hoosiers, that's going to be one of the ones. And I have no idea mm-hmm. what Fantone's list is. We decided not to tell each other, mm-hmm. right? So this could be on his list, and I, I have no idea, right? But he had said to me a little bit, what would the, your term for this was perfect? It was, dude, it's just 100% white bread. Exactly. Like, you're going to go back and watch it, and you're going to be like, this is the most boring. What am I doing? Right. <laughs> what am I watching this so for? So, if I go back when I lived on Pirate's Trail, and me and the Doosler brothers are just hanging out, do you right. know what I mean? Friday night, bowl full of popcorn, watching Hoosiers feeling like, you know, we're top of the world, then yes, it's amazing. But is it a great movie? Does it stack? So, that was what I had to do. Do I care? What's my what's what what was my criteria? And I got to tell you, I have none. I am <laughs> wishy washy, Jabril. You're right. I am. I'm wishy washy. I moved it all over the board. I have no idea. Dude, nine o'clock. I'm gonna be like, yeah, it's these four. I, I'm not. I really don't know what I want to do here. And then nine thirty, you're gonna be like, ah, scratch that off. I should have done something else. Well, this is why we're doing it because I want to do this break again a week from now. <laughs> the thing I will say about this is, um, as I kind of went through the same list yesterday and kind of went through it, and you know, well, where's my favorites and and everything. And the point, I think, which started all this yesterday is I brought up, like, why don't they start remaking these movies? Yeah, you that is every, how it happened. You okay, see every right. other movie getting remade. You see everything else happening. And, like, there the was... The program. Why is nobody doing that? I mean, that? like, just a golden era of sports movies. It was probably, you know, I mean, late, you know, mid-70s through through the late two, early 2000s. And it was just like, man, there's just great stuff in here. Okay, now you got to wonder. Is part of that because of how real everything is 
and now there's everybody's conversation because of social media and like people you have to really expose how dirty sports really is and it's yeah. like that they, like let's not dismantle sports yeah i mean there's going to be a little bit of that there's going to be a little bit of the, you you have to like run it through the 2018 filter as opposed like, to the 1988 filter well, cuz like blue chips was like one of those movies right but everybody kind of was like nod nod wink wink we know this happens but like now we know this happens and if you're going to do it it like the best way to do that movie is do it on the guys who actually did get busted. But be true, but we know we know this happens. It's all it's undeniable. I mean, the the the, the Cavaliers' new point guard is like pretty much you Already know said it right. It's like it's pretty said much it. out there that like yeah. yeah when he played when Colin Sexton played at Alabama he was getting paid handsomely. Um, so that's all being that's that's all fine. But we still watch March Madness. We still go to you that's know fair. NCAA okay. bowl games. It's you know all right. So back to this Mount Rushmore thing. Okay. So like, because I didn't even ask you about this. Okay, like. This was the other thing I was trying to decide. Does it have to be a true sports story? Or does sports just need to be part of the movie? Or like the basis of the movie? Yes, sports I think needs to be the main part of the movie. So like let me tell you what I'm talking about here, right? So like Brian's song is like based on a true story. Yeah. But Days of Thunder is just a Tom Cruise movie. Right. But it's about a sport. Yeah, both those count. One hundred percent. Right? I mean All right. I just wanted to see what what we thought about that. And I, I think I think, you know, outside of like a documentary, that that obviously can't be the thing, but a true story I think I think is fine. Um comedies are included. You know what I mean? So like, like I Happy think all, Gilmore could be on this list. I think okay. um, like Caddyshack. Can Caddyshack oh be on the list? Oh my like, god, bro, you just blew my mind. You know I'm what saying, I mean? Oh my god. But is that is it so much about, about the sport or is it about the club? Because it's not really right. about the team Here's or the game thing. or anything like that. I don't want like to have to rethink it, and Caddyshack's <laughs> not enough about the golf. It's not. To be truthful, Happy Gilmore's more about the golf than Caddyshack is. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that just, without without the golf, the the movie's not happening of Happy Gilmore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, wow. I, I would allow Caddy, like if we were going to take submissions, send them in. Uh, I would allow people to have Caddyshack on their Mount Rushmore of sports movies, but it's not enough about the golf for me to put it in that in that category. Um, but I think Happy Gilmore is more about the golf itself. There's Actually, dude, we got a big show today. So Ed, Ed, Fantone sent me this uh, also the other day, and we'll do it at 8 o'clock. Where there's this photo going around the internet, and people think they spotted a guy using a phone. Mm-hmm. Right, and so uh, we're gonna talk time travel because I can feel I can feel Phantom going. Yeah, nobody can time travel. Like I can feel it. I'm very skeptical uh, of it. Yeah. I am. I'll just yeah, announce that yeah, yeah. right out of the gate. <laughs> just spoil I, don't, it. I don't really buy there into that is, one right? yet. Okay. And we also found out the other uh, uh, on yesterday's program that uh, this woman I'm seeing is like a Long Island medium fan. All right. And I so you were I, say Long Island iced teas. Okay. That too. And uh, and I'm not. I, and I don't buy into the mediums, and I don't buy into all this stuff, but it turns out like somebody in the building does, and I believe uh, buys into time travel. Oh, God. So, like, sales Nicole, if she can get here by 830, <laughs> yesterday she said she would. I don't know if she, she'll be able, but she was like, no, she's like, I went to a medium, and I can tell you all about it. And I was like, oh, my God. So, hopefully, we're going to be able to drag her in here around 830, and okay. uh, we'll get her story on that. She's, I'll just tell you, wildly obnoxious. Like, <laughs> seriously, dude, that, look who just said that to you. She's wildly obnoxious, has this, like, oh, my God, the, her laugh is going to be crazy.
in people's ears. But she is really, really funny, and apparently she buys into this. Fantone and I not so much. So I'm will I, I do I, I got to get to the bottom on how people do that because Fantone almost makes it like flat Earth. Like you, that that's where you are with medium. One hundred percent, dude. One hundred percent. It's in the see, same. It's not even. It's not even like kind of close. It's the same damn thing. See, let there. me tell you why I'm. I did. I'm angry right now. I got the rage in me. Why is that? Because he's absolutely right. <laughs> but I now care about somebody who can, who believes in this stuff, and now now I want to jump over the board. And kill. <laughs> no, dude. It's a valid thought. She's not a flat. Arthur, man. I got you. I want to kill him right now because I want to defend somebody I care about. God, dude, I got to tell you, being a solo miserable bastard made it so much easier to do this job. There's the, the tiptoeing around landmines around this now. I, I got to tell you, I'm not handling it all that well. Garbage playing uh, October the 18th. Hard Rock Roxino will get you hooked up at 730. Your first shot of the day at $1,000 right now. Your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword BANK to 269. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show. We're on Rock 1069. Another shot at $1,000 shortly after 7 a.m. We'll give you a keyword. You text it, 200-200. You'll have more money than you had yesterday. It's pretty good. Also at 7 o'clock, Fantone and I disagree on something. There's, They say if, if, if women, and I think it's women and men. Okay. I think it's all people. But they say, women, if you do this one thing, you'll end up being happier overall in your life and in your relationships. And I think it's women and men. And Fantone's like, nah, dude, you're wrong on this. You don't think it's true of women or men. Neither. He thinks it's neither. And I think he's nuts. So at 7 o'clock, we're going to get into that because I think you're crazy. All right. It is well documented on the Stansbury Show that while growing up, in the home, the son of a minister, the Halloween was kind of like, now nah, you don't do that. And I've told the story a couple of times about how every Halloween my parents would like take us out to dinner or something, and then maybe like it was like, you know, hey, we'll walk through Toys R Us, which was this store that used to sell you toys. And uh, and I was like, you know, you pick one thing out, and that was kind of like how we did Halloween. Okay. I, I They didn't really, I wasn't allowed to take uh, part of the Satan's holiday. At least there was some tip of the hat from your dad there saying like, yo, man, I'm sorry about this. Right. Like, well, probably mom, right? Probably mom. Because, I mean, at least they didn't try to like lock you up and hide you away from it. Right. It was just like, hey, we don't know. Well, this. they also didn't want to be at the house all night with the doorbell and like all, all that right. stuff. It, you know, they weren't taking part of it, right? And so, because of that, I don't really get into the costume wearing, although they had me in the Santa suit at the Christmas party last year, and I got to tell you, your boy kind of loved it. I uh, I don't know what that was. I was so shocked I got into that, but I did. I actually really liked it. That's like somebody who finds something new sexually, where it's like, oh my god, I'm, I've got this thing for me now, and exactly it's like Stansberry right. just costumes every day now. Yeah. But this time of year is so kind of like annoying and cheesy okay. when you have this job. Because it's like every wacky Halloween story you can get your hands on. Right? It's like it, it just it, it just floods it. And I try not to be the person who rages against like, oh, dude, it's the holidays too soon. But every year it seems sooner and sooner the Halloween stories start. So therefore the Thanksgiving recipes can follow and the Christmas can be right behind it. I got to tell you, as I get off my lawner. Yeah. I feel like what starts earlier and earlier every year is people bitching about how the seasons start and the holidays start. No, seriously. I have yet to see a Christmas anything. I'm out. I shop. I do the things. I'm walking around. I don't, I'm not, dude, they're not shoving Christmas. So I feel like people dude, People bitch about the bitching. Well, of course. I mean, we've got to bitch about something at the end of the day. But I have one of these now out of Virginia. Where if you're over the age of 12... You're trick or treating. You're going to jail. They're gonna put. They're gonna put you in the slammer. 
You see what I'm saying? Like, this is how ridiculous this is. I'm supposed to, this is a news outlet telling me it's like this law that this town passed. Now, you know why they did this. It's so 18-year-olds aren't out there using Halloween as a reason to, like, beat up your little kid and take their candy. Right. But it's so annoying. First of all, they're saying that if a if, if a thirteen year old goes out, they're putting you in jail. Well, or, jail, or they say, or you pay a fine. Right. I was gonna say, I don't think we're throwing thirteen year olds behind the bars, like right. you know, cuffing them and stuffing oh, them. There's juvie. Um, There's juvie. I, 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 um, dude, I get what I get the point here. I really do. Um, last year. Me and my girlfriend handed Halloween candy out in the neighborhood or whatever. And there was definitely points where you could tell there was like some punk ass 14, 15 year old who was just smoking a cigarette, like now asking me for a Snickers bar. Okay, so that, that we need to stop here because okay. I'm ignorant to this holiday. Okay. So 14 is like you shouldn't be trick or treat. I, I wasn't sure. <sighs> to me, it was like if you got a driver's license, stop. Certainly, I think by the time driver's license hits, it should I mean, be expected. Still, like, cause, and here's why I know what people are thinking right now. Oh my God. 15, seriously? But should not we maybe try to find places in life? Where we allow these teenagers, like maybe they're growing up too fast because we're telling them to grow up too fast. Maybe at 15, you should still be a little naive running around the neighborhood asking for candy versus like a hardened criminal. It's, you know, you know what I mean? Like maybe if we allow children to be children a little bit, they would stop being adults. Well, yeah. And I mean, I guess that's part of the problem is that like when you look like an adult and you're acting like an adult and you come up to me and ask me for something, I'm not nearly as much of like, okay, well, here you go, kid. So it's like a 15-year-old, a 16-year-old, a 17-year-old. Yeah, dude, at that point, I think where it lies is Santa. Do you still believe? If you still believe... that's a good rule of thumb If you still believe, well, then let's go trick-or-treating, all right? If we've had the talk about, like, well, Santa's just like a state of mind, dude. You know, he's not a real person, but, like, it's okay. And, like, you know, your mom and me still love you, even if we're getting divorced. It's not that bad. If, 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 if you've already had that conversation with your kids, then probably not trick-or-treating. Now, that opens things up for older kids who might have, you know, like, I don't want to say, you know, like, maybe some sort of uh, developmental disability or something where it's like, yeah, dude, bring those kids out, man. Let's make them feel good. Let's have a good time. But like I said, if you're 15 years old and you're smoking goddamn cigarettes and I see you walking down the street and you're like, I'm dressed up as my sister. Uh, it's right. like, what are we talking about, kid? All right. Okay. Again, though. Now, it does, it's not like it would happen if we started it this year and then next year everything's back to, you know what I mean, leave it to Beaver. But right. but maybe, but maybe, if because there's these moments where we were like, you know, if kids would just be kids. But then there are moments where it's like, well, they could be. But now you're telling them to be adults and that they're not in the kid zone. So, like, there's this weird zone here where it's like you're half in, half out. That weird zone called adolescence. And there's going to be Puberty. times things are changing, times things are happening. Like, that's a part of 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 growing up. Like, you're okay. going to have to live in that world for a while. See, here's what's crazy. Hey, 15-year-old, you're too old to go trick-or-treating, but your mom's dressed like a whore and we're going to the bar to win the $500 contest. Like, what? Like, I don't understand why the 15-year-old not allowed to go door-to-door. I almost was like, any 15-year-old, ring the doorbell, I'll give you candy, but that just sounds terrible. Do not I feel like if you took that audio piece and just decided to highlight and harp on that one particular piece of everything we just talked about, I bet I don't get painted in the best light. All right, somebody lit somebody else's car on fire, truck on fire, for a ridiculous reason. And it's got a better than average chance of happening to you, too. That's next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come true. Canton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. 
Season tickets to see the Kent State Golden Flashes football team start at $45, and the next home game is Saturday, October 20th against Akron. Fans are encouraged to wear white and kick off is at 3.30. For more information, visit KentStateSports.com or call the ticket office at 330-672-2244. Go Flash! Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9, and we'll pass out $1,000 coming up around 7.10 this morning. One of the cool things about living here in Canton, Ohio, is that we have the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Not sure people are aware of that, but we do. We have that here. It's right down the street, as a matter of fact. And what's great about that place is, do they get things fast? Like, Drew Brees just broke the passing record the other night. His jersey's already there. They already got it. I was like, I'm looking at their Twitter page right now, at ProFootballHOF on Twitter. And it's kind of cool, man. They got, you know, that in a case, a couple of footballs, you know, a couple of other things that I guess he was wearing while he did that. And Drew Brees, man, like, that's a story. It um it just seems like anytime like a big record happens or even like something just like crazy in the NFL happens. Well, remember like Joe Thomas when it, he he had that streak and that jersey was there like the next day. Yep, it just seems like they and I wonder if there's a like yo Drew give this to us for uh, two weeks or give this to us for two months or we'll give this back to you. I wonder how that all works. Well, yeah, I'm sure there's a deal made. He probably wants it in the end, but if you're him, do you want it in the hall? For sure you do. Now, let's not kid yourself. Drew Brees is a Hall of Famer. He <sighs> he will be in the Hall of Fame for sure. Maybe. Possibly. And here's what's, No, say. but here's what makes him a great story. Like, again, they were running it down on TV yesterday. I'm just going to have to pull from memory here, so I, I'm not going to have them all. But he got passed up by Texas. Like, they didn't want him. Too small. Can't, you know what I mean? And so here's the thing, and he now he even said, he said, well, Baker Mayfield is going to be better than me. And I was like, all right, well, you know, they're playing this week, and he has to get, kind of give the kid the nod. But there are similarities between Drew Brees and Baker Mayfield. And so if you even get half of what Drew Brees ended up doing with his professional career out of Baker Mayfield, we did all right. If you get half, and I think you're probably going to get a little bit more than that. But if you get half, it'll be all right. So they asked him. What do you plan on telling your kids about this? It says, it's probably what I'll tell them every night before they go to bed. Which is, you can accomplish anything in life if you're willing to work for it. And that is who Drew Brees had to be. Again, passed up at Texas, ended up having to go to Purdue. Not a football school. That's not, that's not what they do. You know what I mean? And then got well, it was um he got drafted by the what, the Chargers and then in or you know, he ends up going there and then they draft Philip Rivers, he gets the injury, Miami briefly, they won't clear him to play. Nick Saban and then leaves professional sports to go back to Alabama because he does, he does, can't get the quarterback he wants in Drew Brees. They won't let him play. Then next thing you know, dude, he goes to New Orleans. You got that whole drama. Fantone always says it. When there's a hurricane, Drew Brees gets special powers. He does, man. He does. Hurricane Michael about to hit right now. Drew Brees probably <laughs> juicing up, dude, just leveling up. I'm telling you. Dude, that's the best observation on a professional athlete I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but he's a story, man. That guy's a story. And so as we're going to do the Mount Rushmore of like sports movies coming up at 9 o'clock, the Drew Brees movie gets made, right? Oh, yeah. Why not, dude? Yeah, of course. There, there's more than enough story to go to that. Um, you know, If I, he wins another Super Bowl, they do it for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, and if he wins another Super Bowl, I wonder if you just walk off. I wonder if it's like, yo, dude, I'm done, man. You know, just pass Peyton for the yards record. Now, again, with see, but the thing about yards is everybody goes off for yards now. An average game at quarterback now and yards is 275. 
So like that record's going to get fluid and move a ton. Oh, make no mistake about it. I mean, that's and that's the nature of records. I think that I think that a vast, made to be broken. I think a vast majority of like elite athletes would just accept that as like, yeah, sooner or later somebody's going to beat this because the science will get better, the equipment will get better, the, the you know the training will get better. Eventually, you know, no matter who you are, no matter how great you are, if nothing else, rules I, get softer. I was going to say, if if nothing else, you probably want that to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like if if you're a dude like Drew Brees, like yeah, dude, I I, I, I take pride in the accomplishment, but I want the game to keep getting better. I want this to keep evolving. I want there to be another... I think the greats may feel like that, but if you're one of these kind of outlier guys and you have a record and it's the thing you got, you probably want to keep that 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 thing. But Drew Brees, yes, as a as a certified Hall of Famer who's still playing, he probably feels that way. Yeah, I um I've really tried to not be you know a prisoner to the moment in life, and I've tried to like say, all right, dude, put a historical perspective on stuff. Just because it's happening in front of you doesn't mean it's the best, doesn't mean it's the worst, doesn't mean it's the craziest. It just means that it's happening in front of you. But like the fact that Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning all played in that same era right there, and it's like all three of those dudes have a very legit case of being called the greatest of all time. And, like, I always say it's Tom Brady, but after reading these Drew Brees stats, and, like, I read this article yesterday, it was like, here's the case on why this it should be Drew Brees. The, yeah, but, yeah, but the rings kind of do come into play here. Most consistent QB ever, has done the most with the least of all the greats. This is the, the article I read yesterday. He's un- Where are you getting that? Uh, the ringer. Okay. Um, he's unparalleled as a pure passer. Those were the three points they made where it's like, dude, it's not – it's. You've He's been, crazy accurate. You, you've been on great teams. You know, plenty of guys have been on great teams and they go to win rings. But if I mean, we're just looking at your accomplishments as a quarterback, who's his best receiver? Joe Horn, right? I, who? I, you know what I mean? Like that can't be right. I'm missing somebody. I, I don't watch enough Saints football, and I haven't consistently over the last few years to know he's had to have had somebody better. He's than had that. some some stud tight ends. I mean, I mean Joe Jimmy was pretty Graham, great. You know, yeah, Jimmy Graham was good in his day. It, it was was good at catching the ball for him. Yeah, but like I don't think any I don't think any of his teammates. The fact that we're not immediately going to like, well, yeah, this is you know. Yeah, but people make that argument about Tom Brady too. I mean, people always go, "He had Randy," but they didn't win that year. I mean, to do Tom Brady has consistently won by like with dudes with like you and I out there. Like, so I mean, you, I mean, he threw a touchdown pass to seventy-one different receivers. That's a that's a record in the NFL too. Tom, I mean, here's the thing. I I, I think it's probably Brady, but Drew Brees is a damn good. He's in that conversation. Like I said, I mean, and you can All even, right, fourth quarter game on the line. Who do you want, Peyton Manning or Drew Brees? I guess if you're coming from behind, game on the line, I'm probably looking at Drew Brees to make the magic happen. I'm looking for Peyton. If I'm winning, I feel like he wins that game for me. If you're already in the lead, see, here's what's weird, is that I want, I, my gut says take Peyton Manning. But is that because that's how the mystiques are built? Because it's part part of the narrative. It's part of the advertising of Peyton Manning, Thursday Night Football. Like, is there part of that that goes into their legend that that clouds what you do think is great versus not? Because I don't actually know which one. The, the, I know I know they keep you know track, but fourth quarter with game on the line, come from behind. I don't know who's better in that moment, Drew Brees or Peyton Manning. But my gut says take Peyton Manning. I uh, I just got this information, Drew Brees. Um, outside of Jimmy Grammy tight end, has never played with a wide receiver pro bowler. Never. In his in his entire career. Never I'm in his sorry. entire career. Never, never played. Never played. Played with some of the worst defenses in the NFL during years and still was able to put together winning seasons. Dustin's telling me Michael Thomas. Dustin knows football. And now he's a little too invested in the Browns. We know that, but 
He says Michael, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas last year, I think he made, it was made it to the Pro Bowl. So, okay. So, last year was the first time he played with a Pro Bowl wide receiver. Okay, that's impressive. Right? I mean, that's, that's impressive. Something. Yeah, that's that something. is something. Because you're making guys better at that point. But are we just really telling like like Joe Montana to go suck it because Tom Brady, Drew Brees, System quarterback. Peyton Manning, and Aaron Rodgers play, played within the last 10 years? I, 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 I want to give all these guys their credit, but it's just like it feels sacrilegious almost, right? Again, it's his size, right? Like if Drew Brees was 6'3 and he was doing what he was doing, he looks like a stud. But it almost feels novelty a little bit, right? His entire career. Definitely feels novelty. Yeah, 100%. And here's what's crazy. That word's offensive next to that man when you think because novelty is quick. Novelty's Jeremy Lin. Novelty is like, okay, we just this thing's going to be hot for this year. Novelty's the wildcat, right? Drew Brees has done this for a decade. Plus, he, yeah, he's overlooked, right? Gotta be. How's he not overlooked? How is he not? See, okay, now this is a perfect example of words, how they get misused, especially in sports conversation. True or false? Drew Brees, underrated. I mean, yeah, at least from my perspective, yeah. Like, I can. Because he's not touted like a Manny. No, he's, he's not, not touted he's that not, way. He's not put into that conversation. So underrated. Yeah, I, I think that's fair to say. Wow. Yeah, I think he is. Dustin's on me. Baker Mayfield. Okay, again, 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 again. I love you, bro. You know I do, Dustin. But again, I said it. If Baker Mayfield gives you half the career Drew Brees gave the Saints, all right. I'll take it. All I'll take right. it. And I think he probably gives you a little bit more than half, especially when you start to think about, look at the weapons that Baker Mayfield does have. And the game's kind of going to suit his style. You know where I really screwed up on the Baker pick? I'll be honest with you. And I have no problem admitting when I'm wrong. This is where I screwed up on the Baker pick. I was still making it about the NFL I grew up on. But it's not that NFL anymore. They play a college-style game. Tom Brady was talking about this with Patrick Mahomes yesterday. And everybody's on Brady. But he's kind of right. They don't play the same style of football as when Brady came in. It's more a college game. Baker Mayfield can definitely play that kind of NFL football if that's what they're going to do. And now you give him some really good He's got some good weapons. And so, yeah, Baker might end up being the total package. He might end up being the right. That's where I really screwed up the Baker pick. Is that the game has really, and I, you know why? It's because I never want to give credit to Jeff Kelly because of how much I had to hear about him when I lived in Oregon. But that's exactly why football is the way it is. It's because of Chip Kelly. He, he did all of that. It's interesting. Drew Brees, underrated. But yeah, you can see his jersey. It's in the hall. I got to tell you, that's being a mile away. I'm probably going to end up making that trip and go see that. I kind of want to, I kind of want to check that out in person. Dude, when greatness is right there in front of you, you should probably go take a look. 7 o'clock, your shot at $1,000. Also, Fantone and I completely disagree on this one thing they say will make us happy in relationships. That's next on The Sandsbury Show. 069. Welcome back to The Sandsbury Show. You're minutes away now from getting hooked up with $1,000. We'll give you a keyword. You text it to 200-200. Then you spend that money on whatever you want. Probably holiday shopping, I would imagine. That's right around the corner. I don't even want to do the math, but Christmas can't be far off. No, not far off at all, dude. We're already reading Halloween articles, which means it's pretty much Christmas. I already, uh, I already called in a favor for a friend of mine about a gift I know I need to get for okay. the holiday season, and okay. my uh, my friend is a VP at the company at which something Jeez. I'm trying to procure locally. I mean, not like you know, but so I called her and I said, "Hey, you're gonna have to help me out. I need a gift. I need a present. You're gonna have to help me." By help me, I mean you have you people have stores all over the place, but I don't want to pay retail, so you're gonna have to help me out. But I already, because I was like, man, it's right around the corner, and I don't want to wait. I, I I don't want to wait, and then you know, be trying to take care of everything in December, and then be broke all January. I don't want to do that. I'm trying to get out ahead of it. I don't know who I am right now. 
So I read this article, and by that I mean half of it. And uh, and Fantone and I disagree here. And they say they claim this is for women, but that's because where I got this was a blog kind of geared towards women. But I think this is true of all people, okay. everyone. Fantone says no, 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 no. He disagrees, and I think you're nuts. So the premise of this article is women, and again, I maintain it's all people, but women who remain single for large periods of time, overall, you end up happiest. Now, to me, this is such very simple, well, duh, territory. And I don't even have to go to their examples first. I'll just give you mine, which is... The rule of thumb I've always been told, maybe I'm, maybe this is, maybe I'm putting too much stock in this, is you can only be in a successful relationship when you are then feeling very good about who you are, content, and know who you are as a person, right? Not that I disagree with that. That's 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 at its end. Not where I'm coming from with this. I think it's okay. more so. The problem is, is that you're saying overall, as opposed to like, yeah, this can work. But I think that there's a lot of personal personal perspective coming in here from you and I with this because you and I have been able to take what essentially people would call a lonely life. You know what I'm saying? Where essentially like you're living like by yourself for long stretches of time. You don't necessarily have a significant other TV tray life for, 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 you know, a bachelor lifestyle. Yeah. And you do that for a long amount of time. You and I were able to find our happiness and our contentment in our careers in something where it was like, hey, we can do this and still find definition in ourselves. I think most people who are working a job that they might not necessarily want to be going out there and doing that they don't have that same level of like... Fulfillment. Fulfillment. They didn't get to go to all the concerts we got to go to. They didn't get to, you know, have sex with all the chicks we got to and do all the drugs and partying and like live that lifestyle in your 20s or high 30s or whatever it is that you're in that time. I think there's a lot of people who were sitting around their apartment lonely, like legit, like sitting there wishing they had something more. And I think those people outweigh the people like you and I who were lucky enough to to have something to, to find meaning in. All right. I'm worried about saying what I want to say right now. Okay. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> are we slowing down the are we slowing down the the lesson for the weakest kid in the class at that point? Like you see what I'm saying because again, one of the things they lean on in this article is they claim that people who do this, you end up the happiest because love isn't the center of your universe. Meaning you took the time to be alone to get bored to the point to find to go out and find the thing that makes you who you are. Um, I, I like that idea of love not necessarily being the center of your universe and the only way that you can find happiness. Because like you said, um, you do have to be yourself first. I think a big part of the problem... With like pe- yourself is the big one for me, I think. When, when people are in relationships, I think so frequently they look like... Oh, I just need some my second half, my my better half, my my you know, this is the person that completes me. You're going to be miserable though. You should complete Right, you, you should be a whole Absolutely. complete person. Again, they say here because if you take time to be by yourself a lot that you can be what what people and this is a bad word, selfish and focus on how to achieve your goals and find things that you're passionate about. Because again, where I think a lot of relationships go bad is you you're right. It's two lonely people that haven't figured out how to be by themselves yet. They get together and then now you're just on top of one another and you don't 
have outside interest, and you end up it, it, you burn up and flame out. I think a part of that, pro- or the, the part that I'm disagreeing with here, isn't so much that hey, in the best case scenario, that yeah, you can find your happiness here, and you can be better in a relationship, and you can be a better person out of it on the back end of it. But I think more frequently than not, you're not getting that. You're the people who are lonely right now aren't going out and finding their passion. Instead, they're sitting there watching Netflix, masturbating to brazzers, eating a TV dinner, and and, and smoking okay. weed until they fall asleep. Well, okay, now that's sad, right? So could I not make the argument that if I took that same person, put them in a relationship, they're still going to be sad? Just because, again, much like if I no, it's much like you always say about the there's nothing to do in this town. No, there's nothing to do anywhere we take you because you're that person. Sure. At the end of the day, will there be that a baseline of misery or baseline of I hate my life or whatever me. it is? Yeah, but would there also be that improvement like we've talked about when it comes to religion? Something keeping you in line, something making you clean your you know your 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 laundry up, a something less porn, something a less right, this. something making you take a shower, something making you go out and go to work because you have kids. So Even babe, if you hate your life, you have something there to give you motivation to keep on going with. Since it. you won't make strides, let's give you the baby steps. Right, you're not going to do it on your own, one way or the other. So there's got to be something dr- driving you, giving you that catalyst of, of movement there. And like okay, I, I can make room for your argument. I can. Okay, but I really feel like the the best, and not like I know, like let's be honest, not like I know, <laughs> but as a person who's been working on this as a deficiency in his own life, being okay with who you are yeah. is a huge, huge asset. And I think a lot of people, A, don't, do, don't feel that way, and B, there's a mentality out there now that focusing on yourself is wrong and that it's not okay and you should, you're too self-involved and you, you're not caring enough about people broadly and it's like, nah, it's okay to clean your own side of the street. And I also think it's looked at as weakness. I think often when people work on themselves, when people talk about bettering themselves and things like that, people often scoff at oh, the Oh, well, I get a lot of, of guys like, who talk to me like, Jesus, dude, you're kind of a sissy about this kind of stuff. And right. it's like, yeah, I know, dude, but what that's what Fantone and I do best is chick radio. That's what we do best. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm doing at Rock 106.9 either. My 1017s are across the hall. I don't know what I'm doing in here. Um, I, 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 I agree with that. People need to be able to be lone, or, uh, not lonely, not lonely, but, but, alone. but alone. But alone. You need to be able to be alone, but I feel like it's a lot like manure, where a little bit of that's going to help you grow. Too much of it, and you're never going to see, you know what I'm saying? It's never right. going to happen. Get it on a sticker. Get it on a sticker. Motivate Motivational, you know, poster. It's just crap everywhere. I don't know, man. I think they, I, I, I worry about two people who are miserable alone and don't know how to work through that bunching up. Now there's group. Now we got them in groups. <laughs> I mean, that's how cults start, right? It's like two people coming together. I don't know what to do. Neither do you. Okay, well, let's team up together. Nah, man, I think long periods of time by yourself, self-reflection, figuring out who you are, find things you're passionate about, be sure you're an individual, interesting, and all that stuff, and then that's how you're going to find the, like somebody worth it. Not like I know. I don't know a damn thing. I really don't. I don't know anything. Literally just winging it. Like I said, I said I read half this article. Let's be honest. It was about a third of it. And I was doing it while we were live. Here, I had no idea what this thing said. Don't listen to me. What are you listening to me for? Oh, yeah, money. So here it is. You're shot at $1,000 right now. Yo, guys, Phantom from the Stansberry Show here. The Roll Holt Vision Institute is what I want to tell you about. That's where I had my LASIK surgery done. And I see 2020 now, baby. I never thought it was going to be possible, dude. I thought I would always have to worry about where my glasses were? Did I have enough contacts? Am I running out of solution? All that stuff. Dude, that's ancient history to me now. And if you want to be living the same lifestyle, dude, all you got to do is visit the website. They've got financing options available to you. They let you take a self-evaluation test. I want you to visit the site. It is RollHoltVision.com. Rock 106.9.
Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock and Roll Time. Garbage playing the Hard Rock Roxino Northfield Park on the 18th of October. We'll get you guys hooked up here momentarily. 1-800-243-7625, the number you will need on those. Again, coming up at 8 o'clock, Fantone sent me this picture. Apparently, it's making its rounds around the internet. I guess it's from like the 40s or something like that, but somebody claims somebody in the background is using a phone in it, meaning that we've caught time travel via photo. Got him. Quantum Leap apparently is happening. So it raises a bunch of questions about like time travel and uh, Fantone, I can pick up, uh, does not believe in time travel. No, um, not yet. We, we also found out the other day um, uh, through having conversations with this woman that I'm dating that she is a Long Island medium fan, and I just kind of had to like blow right by it in text messages. She's like, yeah, oh my God, the premiere. And I was like, uh, yeah, I kind of need a new show. Like I just whizzed right by it because I'm like, oh my God, because I don't, I don't get down with this kind of stuff. And uh, do Fantonikins all this stuff with flat earth? Might as well be. And see, here's the thing. I, I, I talked about it this morning. I don't think you're necessarily wrong, but I care about this person. And I'm like, she's not a flat earther, man. And so I do. Like, I want to put you in a goddamn headlock over it. So at 8 o'clock, we're going to get in all that kind of stuff. And hopefully, she hasn't texted me yet, but uh, Sales Nicole may come in around 8.30 and tell us what it was like. She went to a medium. And a psychic and had one come to the house. And oh she, my like, gosh, it was amazing. She claims like okay. what this person was able to tell her about her life and all this stuff. And it's like, I was okay. eye rolling the hell out of it yesterday when she was talking to me about it in the hallway. So I don't know if we can get her to come in. Maybe we'll do that. I hope so. I also saw this. And I think this is one of those things that guys think they want to do until you go do it. And then you're going to be like, uh, this isn't as great as I thought it was going to be. And this is Sex Island. I guess there's this group, there's the, there's this company that puts together like basically like this your your ultimate hedonistic experience. That's not what they're saying. That's just what I'm going to call it. Um, and they're gonna take you to like Colombia or like one of these types of places, and basically they're offering you two Latin prostitutes, jeez, and all the drugs, jeez, like that you could, and it's about five thousand dollars a man. Really? Last Five thousand bucks? Yeah. Good Girls Company claimed they had uh, they moved the getaway planned for November to a new location due to security reasons. A lot of people are saying, "Hey, look, this is probably all like human trafficking," and they're like, "No, no, no! All these chicks are in. They they all want to be doing it." Oh, but okay, I can understand why there was some concern there right out of the gate. Like, okay, well, prostitution brings yeah. that kind of stuff. It does. That's why I say legalization probably helps yeah. end a lot of that. Not all. You're never going like, to eradicate everything. But honestly, if we just legalize prostitution the way this country should, you get rid of a lot of that worry, right? Okay. I guess last year they did this. And they had a client pay extra money for 30 minutes alone for six, with 16 women. That's a waste. Now, I totally understand the average male desiring sleeping with two women. I totally get it. I understand how that's the ultimate male fantasy. Right. For the record, a lot harder than you think it is, right? So, there's, so it's a lot more stressful than you think it is. 16 is just a waste. Dude, they're going to pop you well before you get to oh, yeah. any one of the. You're right. You're not even getting to the eight pack. But I, I think at that point, it's not even so much about like, really, did I take advantage of all of that? I think it's just like I got the money to burn and the situations in front of me, and like, you know, like I, I, I I'm gonna disagree. I mean, as long as you got the money and the time, like, it's not a waste at all. Like, that's that's you know, even even if you didn't get everything you wanted out of it, you still got something there. Sixty sixty girls available at this trip. At any moment, you can switch girls with any of the other thirty guests. 
So it's like a buffet <sighs> table. Like you can just be like, yo, dude, get off the crab legs. Yeah, and like... <laughs> I don't know, man. That's that's where we're starting, I feel like, almost to be getting into, like, well, is this territory where, like, this is just sex trafficking? Because if these women have no option on who their sexual partners are, like, you can just go up and grab a new one. Well, hold on. Now, again, they got they signed themselves up for okay. this thing, right? All right. So, now, I'm guessing, under that premise... Now, if, if they all say, if all 60 of these chicks say, like, all right, we, you know, we're good with all, all 30 of you dudes or whatever, then fine, okay, I'm just, that to me sounds a little bit like you're just going up, grabbing, and like, telling, I, don't, I don't know, we're getting in the conversation there. I think this is one of those things that guys, while sitting around crushing beer with their buddies, are going to be like, man, it'd be awesome. But if I actually sent you, you'd be in the corner going, I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> I really do, dude. I I think right because here because here's the thing, if this if this was who you really were, then at Lobies you'd be bold and you'd be walking up to every hot chicken Lobies, but you won't because you're kind of a coward. I right? don't know. Dude, I, I've always said this: men are terrified of women. They are scared to death of them. But because there's like consequence in these situations, whether it's the rejection aspect or my wife's going to find out or I'm going to get a DUI or I'm going to get arrested or any of these things. But dude, I'm telling you, once an average guy grabs a... Grabs like a Colombian dime and like gets down to it. You're gonna be intimidated of her, dude. You are. I think maybe night one, day one, hour one. You've got a point there, but I think when it comes down to it, if you're on that boat for a week doing coke, just you know, with well, good luck with, with your penis. With, then. Well, with, I'm just saying with Brazilian <laughs> coconut butts walking around everywhere. I think there's going to, uh, there, yeah, there might be an adjustment period for some dudes, but I think there's gonna be plenty of guys who are like, all right, dude, step up into that batter's box and swing. Okay, again, but. This is where a lot of guys would get thrown off on a vacation like this because the guys who will step up to the plate and love this are the total bros you don't want to hang out with. And so now you got that, and now you're just looking at a bunch of alphas going, dude, that guy's got pecs, and I don't. I got boobs. What the hell am I doing on oh, this thing? I just wasted five grand. I don't think this is necessarily going to be those dudes. I don't think it's all going to be broed out. I think this is more going to be rich guys. I think this is more going to be like, hey, I've got the money to do this. Now, the thing I'll say about that is if you have the money to do this, you're probably already living this life, right? If you have the money and the desire to do this, you're probably already Wolf of Wall Street in it, right? <laughs> so why do I need another, like, 40 guys on an island with uh, you? Well, because then it at that point, like, like I said, just go to Vegas. There's a story. There's 60 chicks. There's unlimited drugs. I mean, like, there's some. There's something there. There's something. I don't know. I, I again. All right. Again. Now, now I could be overthinking the room. All right. All right? But you're right. This is going to be rich dudes. You really want that guest list getting out, and you're the CEO of X company, and now you're there. Just go to Vegas. Well, I mean, do you want that? Do you want that list coming out? You know what I mean? Like, That's do you fair, do you want to get arrested there? Like, do you want? So the problem can happen anywhere. The thing I guess is my thing is like, well, there's all these drugs, there's all these hookers, there's all this everything going on. Uh, number one, when are like literal pirates going to jump on this boat and steal all of our money and drugs? Uh, you know, number two, if this were, if I get arrested involved in this, am I in Columbia drug or jail? Oh my god, I don't, that's not where I want want to be so like there's a little bit of me it's like yeah but i don't know I, I guess like i said if you're if you're this kind of guy you're probably living this life already i think this is fantasy and when you get there it's like stuff in porn there is so much stuff i see on pornhub that i'm like god that is so hot but if my chick came over tonight and was like let's do that i'd be like ah oh, i'm not doing <laughs> i'm not prepared for that i don't i you know what i mean and that's where the drugs comes in i think Right? Because, dude, drugs make you want to do kinky things. It does kind of, and ironically, it makes your penis go, no, bro. It makes your brain go, hell yeah, let's do all that. And your penis is like, nah, dude, sorry, not going to be able to show up for that mission. 
I'm telling you, I think most guys that get off the boat, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm making it too much about me. But I just think that if you just show me like 16 Colombian whores twerking, I think I might just pass out from like, what do I do first, man? I don't know what to do. All right, garbage playing hard rock on the October the 18th. I bet they didn't love me saying that right <laughs> But garbage is playing. We'll send caller 20 right now. 1-800-243-7625 on those, and I have no idea what we're talking about next. <laughs> so it'll probably end up great on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. All right, I like it. I like it a lot. Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Pass out $1,000 again shortly after 8 a.m. I think it was about a week ago. It's like Saturday morning. Early afternoon, I was uh, coming back from the golf course. It was around 11.30 in the morning. I played early. And state trooper had a guy out of the car, roadside sobriety, checking him out. Okay. At 11.30 in the morning. Okay. I thought to myself, I'm like, Jesus, bro, it's 11.30. You're hammered? And then I thought about it. I was like, well, it's not just booze anymore. You got pills out there now. I mean, they're looking for all different kind of stuff for, you know, the DUI. We consider the DUI to be the booze issue, but yeah. it's not so much anymore. There's the heroin now. There's the pills now. There's all kind of stuff now. And there's people that drink in the day. Sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, well, I forget that because I'm not an alcoholic. You know what I mean? So I'm like, dude, you're just taking belts in the middle of the afternoon. What the hell's the matter with you? Right. Right. Not like I don't, you know what I mean? Not like I don't got my own issues going on. Yeah, and I was going to say, I mean, like, I don't know. like uh, I know Marijuana's Saturday, a big part of it. I know it's Saturday or whatever, but, like, I don't know. Like, is, is there a, you know, Browns game starts at 1, you start drinking at 11. State, you are, yeah, okay, yeah. all right, Buckeyes game at 1 yeah. or whatever. Like Sure. And I thought about that. I was like, man, I was like, it's kind of crazy because you just don't think about the OVI problem when, when the sun's out. You just don't. But we really should, right? Well, now I'm getting some crazy numbers on sleep deprivation behind the wheel. It's nuts. Nuts. They looked at 6,800 road accidents between 05 and 07. They wanted to study the effects on sleep deprivation. Okay? They found, this is pretty nuts, that if you get four to five hours of sleep a night, that your your risk of accident is like 2.9 fold. It goes up. But if you get just three hours of sleep, it jumps all the way to 15.1. Wow. That is nuts. Wow. That is nuts. So basically what they're saying is if you don't get enough sleep the night before and you wake up and you drive to work in the morning, you're basically hammered. You might as well be, be drunk. hammered is what they're saying. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean oh, I'm tired. Let's just stop and get the, you know some cold 45 on the way. No, no, no. Don't add stuff to it. But like that's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, especially when you consider... I mean, I, I I know I'm the exception. I mean, I get eight hours of sleep a night, but like most people are nowhere near that. You okay? So you get eight hours a night? I would say on average, probably yeah. Okay, so what? So we nor we. So are you doing eight to four? Um, usually like eight, like seven thirty to three thirty. Okay. Three thirty is when I get up. Like three thirty is when the kind of the alarm, you know. All right. See, I, I'm bad at this. Because I try to do 8 to 4. That's what I kind of try to like to do, right? Get up 4, get dressed, get in here. I'm here by 5, and I'm good to go, right? But I'll be honest with you. I'm in bed at 7, but I probably go to bed at 9.30, 10. 
And so I'm getting ten to four. It's like six hours. It's one. Of, it's one of my superpowers. I can just go to sleep. And like, there's definitely. Um, Don't worry. I'll tell him he's only got the one superpower. Well, it's one of them. It's <laughs> one of them for sure. Back. It's one of them. But like, and I know people are like, "Oh my god, I just can't even imagine living that." But it's like, dude, I can't imagine living your life where it's like people who are like, "Oh yeah, I got three hours of sleep." Like, you, could, I can pull that one day. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, dude, just wake up and go to work, and you'll be fine. But people who live that on a regular basis, people who are doing that multiple times a week dude hell yeah you're a danger behind the wheel how could you not be dude imagine when they create the roadside test for this imagine when they can start ticketing you for that well i don't know what the test would be but come on it's science people they'll figure it out and i don't know i don't know what the answer to that is because i mean is is it is it going to be regulated that like you have to have x amount of sleep to be a, a licensed driver sounds anti-American to me, but we but uh, right now there are guys like in semis going, yeah, we already do that for my job. Well, and that's what I and dude, we're talking about. We're talking about you know Heather driving her Honda Civic down seventy seven right now. We're not talking about truck drivers who've been right. who've been who've been hauling hauling ass over the road for the past eighteen hours in, a, in, a, in an eighteen wheeler. Like, dude, that, that that is a totally different conversation. But yeah, man, I mean, it's a dangerous place out there. Drivers who reported having slept for less than four hours had crash risks similar to what's been documented in drivers with blood alcohol concentrations of 0.12. So they, not just like a 0.08 where it's like, yeah, you got a DUI, line. but eh, was it, were you really impaired? This is, a, this is a true blue DUI. Now that's less than four hours of sleep that night. Now that's not, I mean, that's nowhere near enough sleep, but I can't tell you how many times I've gotten four hours or three and a half and have driven and come in here and done this. Well, Which I've always said, again, driving. Doing this as tired as I have done it sometimes is honestly crazy. Given for how fast you could lose the job and how, you know what I mean, how temperamental everybody is. The, I have done this, honestly, and zero sleep a couple of times, and that's bananas. And I, I, I know there's, there's points in your life you can point at and say, well, I only got three hours of sleep that night, but I still performed well. I still did, did whatever. But it's like... But did you? Right. But did you? And are you just ignoring the, the parts of the day where you were kind of dozing off behind the wheel and you're like, oh, damn, dude, if... I didn't get into a crash, but I could have right there. Well, not only that, how many things are you applying to other people as their fault during the day because you're pissy because you didn't get enough sleep? My boss is a dick. This person did this or this should have been this. And how many times did you yell at the gas station attendant because you only got, you know what I mean? Like it affects you in a lot of ways. Sleep is mass. It's massively. It's the gym for your brain. I, I I don't know where the answer is there, but there there needs to be something where it's like I don't even want to say like, but like we have to reprioritize it, dude. We have to like somehow or another because I I get it, like dude, if you don't if you don't sleep and you're only sleeping three hours a day and you feel all stressed out and your life sucks, whatever, I don't care, do whatever you want. But well, I'm dude, out there, no. I'm out there with you though. Right. Like I'm out there, I could die, bro. Like we'll put two kids in the backseat screaming at you, mom, right. dad, I know what this and this, and then now taking your attention and you haven't slept. Like when I read stuff like this and when I watch you people. People drive, and I'm going to say you people because I got this yeah, master. I'm Jimmy Johnson. He's great out there, right? I got to tell you, I can't believe I don't see more crashes. Yeah. I can't believe as many as I see. Like you, I'll just be watching stuff on the freeway. And I'm like, dude, you're going to kill somebody like that. Oh, it's a dangerous dance we do out there, and the fact that there's not more chaos and like it, it, because right here's what we're depending on: people to put their phones down, people to stop doing drugs, people to pay attention to what they're doing, people to obey rules, people to make responsible decisions. None of those things are ever going to happen. People to get sleep. None of those things are ever going to happen. And here we all are, just cruising down 77, just trusting everyone. See, but do we got to slow down? Because we need these people in their cars. Otherwise, you and I will have to get real jobs.
right? So you guys keep crashing into Whatever. one another. Just do, you just make traffic as bad as humanly possible. I'm in here. I'm not going to be driving around. No, normally, ODOT's got it cleaned up by the time I leave the office anyway. You keep smashing into one another. I need as many traffic jams as I get my goddamn hands on. I am fighting against Father Time in here, people. You know what I mean? Like, this business is revolutionizing fast. <laughs> If you jerks figure out how to teleport, I am screwed. I can't have it. You're shot at $1,000 next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansberry and his boy, Wonder Matt Fantone. At last, two heroes. The Stansberry Show, Rock 106.9. Hey, guys, it is Fantone from The Stansberry Show here, telling you about the LASIK surgery I had done at the Roholt Vision Institute. Now, if you're somebody who's thought about LASIK surgery in the past, there are so many questions you have, dude, and I have the exact same questions. Is it safe? How much is it going to cost? What is my vision going to be like? In the Roholt Vision Institute, they understand you're going to have questions, comments, and concerns. I mean, LASIK is a surgery. And the first step to finding out if it's the right surgery for you is to visit their website where they make everything crystal clear, both literally and figuratively, that website, RoholtVision.com. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We have $1,000 to pass out. We'll do it momentarily. We'll give you a keyword. You're going to text it in. You'll have money. Pretty simple formula there. We try not to overthink it here. No. Okay. So, Fanstone sent me this the other day, and we didn't have a chance to get to it, but... What we have here is... Somebody posted this photo from a beach and says, British war workers escaped the seaside. This Cornish beach was photographed in September of 1943. And he says, it would be awesome, lovely, if you would, uh, if somebody could identify this beach. But then people started to really look at the photo, and they claim there's a man standing in here looking down at something he has in his hands, and it does. It looks like he would be looking at a cell phone. Okay? Now, obviously, picture if it was taken in 1943, it's like 30 years before the phone like came out. So, of course, the internet goes to time travel. Now, he could be looking at anything. You could be looking at your wallet like that. You could be looking at anything like that. Or he was photoshopped into the photo. There is that. Or he's a time traveler. Now, there are other photos on the internet that claim to have, like, captured time travelers <laughs> in photos. Now, Fantone can barely keep a straight face. You don't buy into the time travel. No, dude, no, no. And I certainly don't buy into this as being the proof positive of it. Um, I, 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 All right, well, raise my doubt. I very, I, I very much try to leave open room for me to be wrong about stuff. And I think that's something as I've gotten older, I've been a little bit more like, dude, you don't, you don't know, know everything. everything. You don't right. know everything. Yeah, exactly. New information will present itself. Every day. Like you can't, you can't get into this world of like, I'm right about this and, and, and cemented in anything. Right. Because if you do, you're going to end up being wrong and you're going to end up looking like an idiot. Um, but okay. with that being said, I also am not going to play the, well, it could happen game. All right, so hold on. Okay. Let's cuz a little bit here I do kind of want to do that. Just okay. briefly. Okay. So, in your estimation, the government right now does not have the ability to send a human being to a different time than where they are right now. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah, I All do right. not, I do not believe anybody does. The government or anyone else through any point of history that like that that's that's a possibility. No. Okay. All right. 
<laughs> further. All right. How close is like are are those people that we have working like dark, like like how close are they to getting that point to impossibilities? How close are they? I I don't think very close because I don't think these are possible things. That okay, we're talking so time about travel here. will never be a thing. No, I I genuinely do not believe so. I feel the same way about deep space travel here, um, where uh, a big part of this problem is is I can eliminate what I feel like is half of this conversation right out of the gate, that future time travel, there's no way you could do that. Just not possible. Because if it were possible, the future's already written. And anything we do is is inconsequential. But back you don't, but back? Well, at least there's a little bit more room for argument, but I still don't buy into it. No, I still don't buy into like somebody going back into because give me how, how is this working? Well, wormholes. I'll just say wormholes and everyone will be like, "Well, yeah, it has to be wormholes." Here's the big kick in the groin of time travel. That if the smartest people who could do this thought it was possible, they wouldn't be doubling down as hard on artificial on, on like virtual reality. So you can go back and do those things. I think they would be putting more eggs in the actual doing it basket versus virtual reality. And that's I, the big kick into it. And I, I think there's just so much in like the grandfather paradox is really, you know, kind of the best example of this. But there's also the concept of like if you're buying into going back in time, if you're buying into like, all right, well, I'm going to go back and you're changing something. Fundamentally, you are by you being there when you originally weren't supposed to be the there. Butterfly effect. So like, right. So like the grandfather paradox is you go back in time, you accidentally kill your grandfather. Therefore, he can't have your dad. Therefore, your dad can't have you. Therefore, you can't go back in time. Therefore, Why is your my grandfather, sister disappearing from this right, photo, doc? Therefore, your grandfather is still alive there. And I certainly don't buy into this like, well, you can go from one point to another and you can just get into the DeLorean and you can hop around and just pop that in there. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. Until there's until there's something that 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 presents me as otherwise, dude. This is it. Might as well be vampires we're talking about right now. Leaving no room open for vampires being real. I, I, I like I said at the beginning of all this. I, I I'm trying to leave room open for everything, but it does not seem probable, nor does it seem you know even even plausible. Okay, now Robert writes in and says time travel to the future is absolutely possible. Absolutely, Robert expert here. Well, right? no, maybe he is. I don't know. We don't know what Robert's qualifications how, how, are. How so, Robert? He What's says that? the closer you get to the speed of light, the slower time moves. Now, I will buy into that. And if, okay, so if okay. we're putting twins up, one in space and one down in space, the closer you get to the speed of light, the faster you're moving around something. Yeah, time time isn't a, 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 a set thing. You know, I mean, that's what Einstein proved that, that time is different. It's, it's, it's a different construct for different things here. But that doesn't mean you're moving through time in, in that capacity. You're moving slower through time. Okay, now you realize that the internet is like one of these things that, before it came out, people would have been like, that's not possible. And now it totally is. And look how far the internet has come in the time since it's been readily available to the average human being. Right. You know what I mean? Look at the changes in it. So impossible is a word I don't love while talking about things like this because I'm not sure it is. Well, but, but on, the, on that level, fine. If we're going to say things that are, are, are nothing's impossible, okay. But, like, at that point, you are saying that, like, well, just because I can't see the unicorn over there doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Prove that it doesn't exist. You can't. I mean, so like until there's until you have evidence in your argument here, I I, I don't I, you're not making much of a case to me. You can sway some people, but you're not making a case to me. So time travel requires the same amount of faith in it the, the way that Jesus does. Sure, 
Sure. <laughs> I mean, if we're really coming down to it, and you're and you and, and you're literally believing miracles, then like, yeah. I mean, until you can show me proof otherwise, I don't. I'm not. I, I I don't feel. I don't feel compelled to come off of this. Now, if you if you prove to me the unicorn's there, if you say, hey, here it is, and here's the evidence of it, sure, I'll move. But I haven't found. I haven't found the thing that makes me say, like, all right, I'm coming off of this yet. I guess. Earlier this year, a man claiming to be a time traveler on a mission from the year 6491 passed a lie detector test after warning humanity about Yellowstone Volcano in the United States. Interesting. Apparently, um, he was hot on the heels, they say, Alexander Smith, who told a radio station DJ about humans dating robots and flying cars in the year 2118, which he claims he was sent uh, by the CIA that they sent him there. Now, again, I will never put anything past this government, all right? But they would have shot this dude in the head before he got to a radio station and told that story. Like, that's what I know for sure, that they're heartless enough to put a human being down to not get the story out. And, I mean, what was it, uh, under a week ago where you said, one thing I do know is that a polygraph doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. So, no, they don't. They mean nothing. I've so, beat... I, I've beat Five polygraphs on the air. I beat five of them. So I, I don't feel like that holds all that much weight to me. No, they I mean, don't. Again, Chris says, I've always said if time travel were possible, we'd already know about it because it's time travel. Meaning somebody would have happened, somebody right? Somebody would have you know, so it, it, it'd be possible, but. Hmm. I want it to be real. I, 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 I want to live long enough to see this. If it, But if we live long enough to see this, I mean, like at that point, does anyone ever really die? Because if you're going back in time and living that, is that like, and like, think about what that, how that, how that, how that rocks, like the concepts of religion. Like, if I can go back in time and see Jesus, like, oh, well, no, 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 dude. If we can time travel, Jesus isn't a thing. I mean, like, like that's no, honestly, I believe those to be mutually exclusive. That if you can do stuff like that, then what we've been, what we know as Christ in the Bible is 100% false. But I already think that anyway. So the, 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 the I'm going to agree with Chris here that like the fact that this isn't something that you, you can prove at this point kind of flies in the face of it being a thing right i mean if you if, if we have we have no evidence it's never happened but a good uh, I mean, think about that. I mean, there was a time when we didn't have where, where people didn't realize they had the evidence of gravity and it was right in front of them yeah, right. Yeah, but I, I, I'm going to say though is that like as we've understood physics and as we've understood science better, you can't travel past the speed of light. You know what I mean? Like that's just not possible to do. So I don't uh, these okay. wormhole theories. And I the, don't know. I might sound really the, ignorant the closed here. Time loop theories here. I just is that don't not buy possible them. now? I just don't buy or it. Ne- or is that something they have ruled out? It will never be possible. It's a physical impossibility. Now, once again, I, I'm making room for. <laughs> well, maybe I'm wrong. Well, maybe science is wrong. But you feel like. You shouldn't have I don't, to. I don't, I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm 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 coming off it yet though. This is what's weird is that I want this stuff to be real. Like I I am such a I'm such a that ah, that's what are you nuts? But yet I want it all to be real. Like no. I want vampires running around. I do. I want time travel and like if, if if you're going back in time and you're why are movies about it so popular? Oh, because it gives us the ability to imagine ourselves as immortals. It gives us the ability to beat death. It gives us the ability to you think fix that's things. what the what that's oh, what the obsession yeah, is, dude. It's a great theory. I mean, it's so much like if I could go back and kill Hitler, if I could go back and just change this one thing in my life, you know, or if I could get ahead of this problem that I have, where it's like, God, dude, you know, they don't have the cure for this cancer right now, but if I could. Change 
cheat death if I could live to 100 years or get frozen to 100 years in the future and wake up and then I've got a cure for everything. It, it, it plays it plays into our fear for sure. All right. Take me back to the place where you're like, all right, dude, I'm going back in time. I got to step in here. Like, whoa, guys, you're nuts. Like, we, 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 we got to stop doing this. See, but like that's the thing is I don't know if there's anything. I don't want to be the person who's like, well, you know, you can't have any regrets because you found where you are. But like you go back in time and you stop Hitler and what changes, dude? I mean, what, you know? I wish I could remember the name of the show. I think it was just the date. So whatever the date of when he got shot was, was it 11-18-63? Whatever it was, like James Franco did that show where his whole thing was he was going to go back and stop the assassination of JFK. Like that show was, it might have been Hulu. It, might, it was one of the it, two streaming services, but that show was actually pretty interesting. Are, are we opening up at that point if we're doing these things, and you're not going to be the only one with the capabilities to well, do this, so other people are going to be time traveling well, back on dude, you? It, it's the Stansbury show. I'm the only one doing are, it. Are we opening up the, the concept of like many worlds where it's like there's all these like alternate... Like Middle Earth? Well, no, no, no. Like, like there's there's an infinite amount of parallel universes that could be happening, but you know what I'm saying? But like... Well, yeah. I mean, I would have to imagine. Uh, dude, I see... I just a lot of this is falling apart for me. Where would I have gone back to? Okay, this is going to sound crazy. Okay. But it affected my life on a real level, and it's still affecting all of our lives and my ability to do this because your mentality has completely changed on everything. But I would go to the dressing room before the Super Bowl halftime show, and I would grab Justin Timberlake and be like, bro, save us the 15-year drama of this, and you have no idea the way radio and television gets affected by this, and the censorship, and the the overdrive. You have no idea what you're about to do here. Leave Janet Jackson's boobs alone. There's got to be a bigger, more important point. (laughs) You would think I'd whisper in my dad's ear, like, pull out. Save all of Canton. Pull out, man. You're shot at $1,000. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we do that, though. Yeah. So we have to, we're going to continue down this path because I want to get into like psychics and mediums and like all this stuff. Because I, dude, I did. I found out my chick's a medium fan and dude, it freaking me out. Like, honestly, I pretty much want to leave her. But now they're like, there's a woman who works here, Nicole from sales. She's seen psychics. She had a medium come to the house. I'm pretty sure there was fairy dust being sprinkled around her front yard. All this kind of stuff. I want to sit her down. So she's going to come in the studio and kind of like lay this out for us. And we'll do that after hooking you up with this thousand dollars right now. Your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword CASH to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's CASH to 200-200. Season tickets to see the Kent State Golden Flashes football team start at $45, and the next home game is Saturday, October 20th against Akron. Fans are encouraged to wear white and kick off at 330. For more information, visit KentStateSports.com or call the ticket office at 330-672-2244. Go Flash! Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9, still to come at 9 o'clock. Air uh, Sports Movies Mount Rushmore. We'll do four each, and then we'll have two honorable mentions for you. I'm still finalizing my list coming up at 9 o'clock. We'll do that. We'll also have another shot for you at $1,000. Before the break, we were talking time travel. Now, Phantom says, look, dude, it's just not possible. We just can't do it. And so we started talking all things then that you need to have faith in to believe. Right? Like, Jesus requires you to have faith, Mm -hmm. which is believing in something without the evidence having seen it, right? And so that's kind of where you need to be with time travel. And it's kind of where you need to be with Jesus. And also psychics and mediums. And we're going to be joined now in studio by a woman we work with. Her name is Nicole. And Nicole and I are buddies. 
And you believe in psychics and mediums. Absolutely. But you do not believe in time travel. No, that's stupid. You see, see, she comes in here and she says to us, time travel is stupid. But yet you not only believe in psychics and mediums, but you have gone and paid hard earned money mm-hmm. and have what you claim are real results and things that you believe you were told were 100 percent true Absolutely. about what was happening. OK, now I need you not to freak out as I'm going to spin this camera around oh so people God. can see sales. Nicole, Thanks, guys. there she is and all her glory sales. Nicole, OK, now I'm going to drop this window down so you don't have to watch it. OK, okay? thanks. Thanks. All right. <laughs> so, I want to look. All right. So I don't know what the difference in the two things is. So I'm a little ignorant to this. What did you see a medium or did you see a psychic? Um, I feel like I saw the same thing. They're the same thing, I think, right? I, Are they? I don't difference? know. Or did we start using medium because okay, so because no custodian's better than janitor? Is that what we did here? No, is I, that the? I, I'm asking. I don't know. I feel like a psychic is going to tell you your future. I feel like a medium is going to tell you what's going on in your life. Interesting. Okay. 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 I'm okay. So okay. Smart right now. okay. So so <laughs> you're so smart right now. Oh, that that that's the oh, claim. Geez. Okay. So okay. hold on. What then, what what was the catalyst? What made you want to seek one of these people out? Because my mom died when I was young. Okay. And yes. so you were looking to find answers. Yes. I wanted to find answers. I needed answers from her, from anything. Okay. Just All to right. make myself feel better. All right. Okay. I get, I understand where that desire comes from. All right. So then did you go see somebody or did you bring the medium to you? We brought the medium to my aunt's house once. And then another lady came up to us on the beach Last just year. randomly. Swear to God, last year. Okay, let's Walked get to the lady that came to the aunt's house first. Okay, it was a gentleman. Gentleman. Yes. Okay. Now, did you bring this man to the house because the place was relevant to what is you saying? Is that where your mom had died? No. Okay, so no. so so where it was going down wasn't necessarily important. Correct. Okay. So when he walks into the house and I, he's got the snake oil in the bag. There's no snake oil. Oh, you cannot, Nicole. Don't are there are there cards? Are there any like? No, are, there's no like. Cards. No tarot no, cards. No, 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 no candles. No. No, no anything like okay, that. Okay. So what happened? Okay. So so, so what happened? Okay. So my aunt Jane. It was her birthday. She said, "Let's have a psychic medium come in because we've had a lot of death in our family. Let's get some closure." You know, she's all into it. Doing that whole thing. Oh, the whole thing. Yeah, so I know, there Jane. Like, there was, yeah, she's there, a little, she's got a flair for the dramatic, Jane does. She does. So there was like six, seven of our family members, and um, my uncle came who did not believe at all. Okay. At all, like you. And by the end of, with this gentleman speaking, my uncle was basically like... Balling. Convinced. Con- okay. Convinced okay. 100%. Now, you have seen... Like much like magician debunk shows, you have seen people kind of take mediums apart sure. and be like they're Absolutely. just they're, because really what they are of uh, are observe like they're all observation based, right? Yeah, sure. Okay, so then you've seen that then the math on the scratch paper, and yet you still want to believe. What? W- all right. What was the thing? How did he sell you? He sold me by saying there's a there's a a stocky guy in the room right now, and he's standing up, and he has a white t shirt on, and he has. Like, so he saw a guy in the room you were in? Yes, yes. He was standing there. He well, I could spirit. do that. Okay. Well, oh, he's saying spirit. a spirit. It's oh, not like a guy. I was going to say, okay. your husband's a stocky guy. If he had a white okay. shirt on. I'm sorry. No, I, okay. meant, I meant he saw a spirit and okay. he said, does this, does uh, this guy is coming through and I, I feel like he's holding a dog in his hand, in his arms, like this, okay. like holding a, like a okay. baby. Yeah, I got it. 
and that's how he used to hold his dog. But it's a Doberman Pinscher. I mean, this dog is like huge. He's like, this dog is so big. Now, who was the man? My my cousin. Oh, your cousin. Yeah, okay. My All right. Cousin. All right. Yeah. And then so my cousin had died, and then his wife died the next day. Oh wow. So he's like, he's holding her right now, and he's he's apologizing for what happened, and and she's also apologizing for what happened, and he's like, Mom, I'm so sorry. Are you guys making fun of me? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're listening to your story right now. I'm listening I mean to your a story. Little. I mean a I mean, little. He I'm went sorry. In detail. I could go on for hours, but he literally gave exactly what he looked like. He he talked okay. about. I, I can I can feel Fantone with like ten questions at the no, tip sorry, of his tongue. No, no, no. So, so no, no, no. Seriously, like I I need you to ask away here for a minute. Do you feel like? I mean, I, I and I, I guess all I'm doing is pointing out things to you that you've probably already seen, and I, I don't. I mean, I'm certainly not trying to mock the thought, but it's just like to me, it's well, of course, like we all have somebody, a stocky man at some point in our lives sure. that meant something to us. Of sure. course, you know, when when you have a family there, of course, the thought of if I'm walking into that situation, these people have lost something. What is it? Where do? How do I find that? And that's what I get. That that's where my level of concern is. Is that like the human experience at its core is a pretty shared thing? You know what I mean? Like we we've kind of all gone through the same things in different situations and acted differently in them. But at the end of the that's day, that's why we all identify with the same songs and the right, same movies, and you can apply the them day, to your life. So so I'm just concerned that. You know, yeah, I mean, well, my grandpa was stocky and well, you know, oh, well, there's a blackness in his, or, you know, in his chest. And it's like, well, yeah, everybody's grandpa had lung cancer at one point or another. You sure. know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. a, there's just there's just so much commonality there where, where I, I, I worry that that's where people are exploiting your desire for answers and are, are using that to kind of, you know, and if the fault and if the sense of security is enough for you, then God bless you. But I, that's that's what I worry about. Well, he also said that. um my cousin was standing next to his wife my and his wife was standing there because they like I said had both passed in, in 24 hours and she was oriental and I don't think that you can make something like that up okay oriental are rugs <laughs> oriental <laughs> or, or, oriental are like rugs Food. and like and like you know and, and like and like and, yes <laughs> right maybe a little Chinese to, you know take out but, but people are not oriental that was awesome 2018 yeah 2018 <laughs> mom mom you can't just scream in Olive Garden like that was the matter with you I feel like I'm talking to my mother right now I just this is what I don't understand though is like you will full on wrap your arms around this but time travels like you but you laugh at it how could that be right that's what we're we're trying to say to you i just gave you how much did this guy cost i didn't pay for it Um, i could have done this (laughs) i can do this get all your friends and family together you don't think i could dupe your entire family into buying this come on This you can't buy into media. If if if, but I guess I guess to this point where it's like I don't necessarily buy into things, so I understand where my logic wall is of like, well, of course I don't believe. Well, if I don't believe in mediums, then therefore I don't believe in time travel. Therefore, I don't believe in vampires. Why do you feel like your thing is a possibility, but somebody else's thing of like, dude, I'm a werewolf? How do you know that's not true? Just because you haven't seen the evidence, like I haven't seen the evidence of a medium. Okay, do you believe in vampires? no. Do you believe in Jesus? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you're a faith-based person. 
per se. Okay, it's, I'm just trying to figure out where 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 people's lines are because it's very interesting on what you what you will accept and what we. Because let's be honest, the religion thing it requires suspension of disbelief, I like agree. nobody's business. I, I mean, like nobody's business. I agree. And so, like sometimes I I get caught up in that because my father was a minister and I knew him to be a smart man, but I'm like reading this thing like, dude, right, come on, like seriously, <laughs> like dude, come on, you fell for this and this and this and this. I mean, dude, the guy living three days in the whales, one of the least ridiculous things. I mean, honestly, stomach acid alone would burn you i mean flush from bone but that's like one of the least ridiculous things in that whole thing so you, all right I, I just i find this, i'm sorry i cannot convince you I, yeah i don't think you're going to be well, able to do it and it's not necessarily fair either she's just coming in here like yeah hey i had this medium weight experience you and i are bebopping and scatting all over like so i get it would you hire the medium again oh god yeah yeah because i need to talk to him about a lot more things <laughs> we got a lot of stuff to talk about do we are you willing to there? disclose what they are? No. No? No. So you won't come back after the break and tell me what you would ask the medium again? Maybe you, I can save you the money. I might be able to help you. Oh, hey. oh, hell no. All right. Let's get you out of here before we both get in trouble. I work at the place where it's like if I'm friendly with the salespeople, I'm like public enemy number one. Right, exactly. God all right. That's, that's all of sales, Nicole. Thank I think, you, Nicole. I, I think that's all of Canton can handle her. But which, by the way, if you want to advertise on the Sandsbury Show, Nicole's how you do it. She'd be great. Call the front desk. Send them out the door. Right you know, now. if your medium you works, guys. you would know if they're going to call you and ask to advertise it. Oh, is that a psychic? I don't know. Bye. <laughs> Have fun. She hates me so much right now. All right. More Stansberry Show is right around the corner. You guys hang on. Good morning. The Stansberry Show. Or the God of your choosing. Best morning ever. Nine. Yo, guys. Phantom from the Stansberry Show here. The Rollholt Vision Institute is what I want to tell you about. That's where I had my LASIK surgery done. And I see 2020 now, baby. I never thought it was going to be possible, dude. I thought I would always have to worry about where my glasses were. Did I have enough contacts? Am I running out of solution? All that stuff. Dude, that's ancient history to me now. And if you want to be living the same lifestyle, dude, all you got to do is visit the website. They've got financing options available to you. They let you take a self-evaluation test. I want you to visit the site. It is RollHoltVision.com. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. If you missed Sales Nicole on the program talking about mediums and psychics, that was funny stuff. She hate us? Is nah. it okay? No, she's good? Well, she always kind of hates me, okay. but like, <laughs> we actually Facebook Live that. You can see it. Facebook.com slash Sandsbury Show there. That video is posted there. You can go back and watch that. She was pretty funny. Um, because like Fantone, I found her her complete dismissal of time travel, yet embracing mediums as like true and factual was strange. It is weird where the human being will put this line. Because all right, what we didn't get to was ghosts and spirits and that kind of stuff. Because right. I want to dismiss all that stuff. But in my mother's house that she still owns, by the way, there was a bedroom. That when my brother was in it, had terrible sleep problems. When I spent time having that as my bedroom and lived in there, I couldn't sleep in there. And everybody who was ever in it was kind of like, dude, something's weird in here. Now, I won't go so far as to call it haunted because we rent the house out and I don't want to have to try to find somebody else to live in it. But I don't know. It was weird. And so, like, I don't, I, I dismiss that kind of stuff. I don't want to believe, but there are things I can't explain. Um, uh, there's always going to be things that we can't explain, and I'll definitely make room for that. I just don't think that explanation is supernatural forces. Um, so you're a no on ghosts yeah. and spirits and mm. hauntings and everything. Mm. Yeah, I'm not a real big believer. So in any like, of that. how do you even get into like movies and that kind of stuff? Oh, 
I mean, it, it's not, it's a suspension of disbelief. I can watch WWE and know that it's fake and be like, dude, this is still what I want to see. So it's not, and it's not that I like discredit the, you know, the scariness of it or the power of it or anything like that. It's just, I don't believe it's a real thing there. I will say though, as soon as you pull the trigger on one of those things, I do think it opens up literally everything else. Like I can't wrap my head around why you would believe in a medium, but you wouldn't believe in ghosts or why you would believe in ghosts, but you wouldn't believe in space aliens, which why you wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, I think all that stuff is pretty it's much. It's kind of tied in. You're right. If you're opening, if you're opening up the possibility for what anything can happen, well then literally anything can happen. And this time of year, you'll always see this, the most haunted places oh, X, yeah. right? Oh yeah. And the Agora in Cleveland's constantly on that list okay. of like one of the like top 10 most haunted places in Cleveland, at least. And I worked there a long, long time, right? And I have been in every room that building has, which, by the way, it's cavernous once you start getting underneath the stage and, like, all that stuff. There's so many rooms. We did it. Like, we spent the night there. We, we did the whole thing. We had the flashlights. Right. We spent the night there. We, did, we walked the catwalk above the stage where everything is supposed to be going crazy and all that stuff. I saw not a thing. And what happens is, is that any amount of doors open versus these doors closed, wind starts moving around, stuff's going to move. And people are going to be like, well, you weren't open to it. Well, you don't want to believe. And it's like, well, the flip side of that is you do want to believe. That's why you are finding these things. Camp Palace Theater, same way, dude. They do ghost tours and stuff in there. Really? And like, listen, hey, if you're doing this for fun, God bless you, dude. Like I said, I mean, when I'm watching pro wrestling, well, Why don't it? they haunt Taco Bells that were built a month ago? Well, like, here, why is it always like the building from forever and a day ago? I, I guess the theory I can buy with like haunted buildings or the theory that makes a little bit more sense to me, not that I necessarily buy into it. I don't think that ghosts, if those were a thing, it wouldn't necessarily be like they're spooking their way through the house and like trying to keep the new neighbors out or anything like that. They're not going to have that kind of like consciousness. If it was anything... Places where powerful things happen, like churches, like uh, theaters, like um, uh, hospitals, schools, something there's a lot of life force, something where there's a lot of like, okay, you know, emotion. Could that imprint into that building? That's a more that's a more thinkable or more logical thought to me than like the ghost is floating from room to room and it has its own level of like, well, this is what my intent. Okay, are. now see, because here's what's weird about that. I have been in legendary concert venues. And it is. It's kind of one of those things where you can kind of feel it, where it's like stuff went down here. But it's because we want to feel it. We know something went down there. We know that that was somewhere where like people died. And when you walk through an old hospital, you feel that chill. It's because you want to. You know that you're supposed to. And your body, of course, is going to like, all right, well, yeah, go with it, that feeling. So even, even that, I don't buy. I mean, like, I understand that theory a little bit better, but I don't buy it. Maybe it is. It's just you're told all the history, so you yeah. go there, and it's like, yeah, here's the history. Oh my gosh, dude, there's a scary place, and dude, you have to drive up over the hill, and then as you come down, if you close your eyes and you take a bong rip, you're gonna see the ghost. It's like being in eleventh grade, dude. Let's, dude, let's roll blunt to go to Helltown. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. I've been to Helltown a thousand times too, and then what happened is I turned 21 and realized I could smoke weed in my apartment. Right, Squaw Rock, dude, we'll go there. Okay, that's where we're going. Guys. Good times. All right, uh, we're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> and apparently we have to bribe you to listen because we're a bunch of idiots. You're shot at $1,000. And our sports movie, Mount Rushmore, that's next on The Stansberry Show. The Stansberry Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 1069. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 1069. You're shot at $1,000 coming up momentarily. So we got on this subject yesterday because Fantone said, man, they just, for all, for remake crazy as Hollywood is, 
they're not really in a rush to remake sports movies. That is interesting because they're some of America's favorite movies of all time. And they were so good, man. There was just an era where it was just banger after banger after banger. And there was just, you you almost felt like you were an athlete yourself. You're like, God, I could be doing that. Well, and I think that's another reason why they're so popular is because it stirs up that glory days thing in you. 100%. Even if you didn't have glory days. Even if you're just like, well, I could have glory days. But yeah, we all want to live through those moments on screen. So people were interested. What's your like Mount Rushmore for their favorite movies ever? And... We found this out with albums and stuff like that, that you kind of need to give yourself two like honorable mentions on top of it. So that's the way we decided to do this. Now, before we give you ours, I'll, I, a, a couple of things here. We, as long as sports was a major factor in the movie, it could be on the list. Meaning, Happy Gilmore totally makes it. It doesn't have to be a true story, right? As long no, as the sport no. is like centrally you know, in there. Now, people were like, Big Lebowski. I don't think bowling's enough of that story. It also wouldn't make my list either anyway, just because I really feel like the Big Lebowski is one of the most overrated movies I have ever seen. It's good, but it's overrated. Uh, their sports is a heavy part in that. There's no question, but it's not about that. So, no, I don't put Big Lebowski. I, I, I don't consider that a sports movie. When putting my Mount Rushmore's together, I always say the bookends are the most important pieces. So what I have is first and last is where I consider. Now, I, that doesn't have to be a criteria for you. Okay. Okay? I'm just telling, I'm just giving people like my how I go about d- putting mine together. So we'll give you Fantone's Mount Rushmore. This is his four best sports movies of all time with two honorable mentions. This was a very tough decision. I think I went back on this a million times. I wanted to have somewhat equal representation for different sports. I wanted something of each kind of genre. I wanted some serious stuff. I wanted some funny stuff. It's also very hard because you have to decide whether... Am I putting up movies that are still great or movies that made me feel great right, as a kid? Right, and I mean, that is a real difference there between my favorites and what I think the best are. Those are different things. But since this is my Mount Rushmore, it's right. a little bit of both. I have to think you're great and you have to mean something That's what to I me. did, too. Okay. All right, so I just made a change, but I don't know. Maybe I'll change really? by, the, by the end that I'm done talking about we all this. We have not shown each other our list. No, we have not. Um, the first one I will mention, I think, is a, um, it's a movie that I loved when I was a kid, and I think it captures exactly what kids sports movies are trying to uh so i'm gonna go with the sandlot right out of the gate good pick baseball movie i think everyone felt like them and their friends at one point were those kids and kind of were able to how you want to look back on your childhood and think that it was that right how 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 great was america at that time i don't know but looking back on it it looks pretty damn good dude so 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 i'm going with the sandlot uh my second favorite sports movie of all time i am uh, i'm gonna go with a franchise that's obviously a classic but probably not a lot of people People would have picked this one. I don't know why I loved this movie so much when I was like younger, but Rocky Four is my uh, is my second one up there on the it's Mount Rushmore. Pick. Okay, all right. You know, I Rocky think it's, great well, pick. a lot of people in the Rocky camp are very like the first three, and then the second, and then everything after. Four was fine. Four was good. Four was, was fine. Dude. Four was four, great. Four, right. four was right. just fine. Uh, the move that I, I like uh, three a lot. The move that I just made, and I will, uh, I'll, I'll mention what I moved off the list to put it on the list once we get into the uh, honorable mentions here. But the third one I'm going to put on the list: uh, Remember the Titans. That's a great movie. It is, dude. It's a great movie. Plus, it's one of those. You know, I never looked at the world's problems that way. <laughs> Racism does suck, dude. Yeah. This is terrible. It's one of those. You get a lesson in it too. Um, and I guess you know what? We'll go with a lesson for the fourth one too. And this is honestly one of the movies I, I, I've talked about this before on the show. I think it changed how I deal 
with relationships and with women, and this is thanks to Rosie Perez here. Really? Um, I'm going to put white men can't jump on it, dude. I uh, I absolutely loved it when I was younger. Um, obviously, you know, both those actors. Um, she wants you to sympathize with her thirst. It, well, instead of instead of trying to go get her a glass of water, like listen to me, like have some sort of empathy for me. So there's you know there's that, but then there's also like I don't know that was such a cool hustle, and I felt like those dudes were both so like awesome at that time and like both were it, it captured the moment of that era very much so uh white men can't jump remember the titans rocky four and the sandlot are my four okay now your two honorable mentions okay i took it off the list as we were going to it and it could have went either way uh varsity blues or remember the titans okay. Sa- same era i was the same age i was playing high school football and they were both great but i remember the Titans speaks to me a little bit more i think okay and uh, number uh, the, the the other alternate that I had was Space Jam. Okay, we have no crossovers. Good on our lists. Good or honorable mentions. Okay. There is no crossover or our sexual history, which is a nice thing. Yeah, for no, a that show. is nice. <laughs> That's good for two guys from the same town. You're right. Absolutely. All right. So again, I bookend. Okay. The two on the ends are what matter the most. In the middle, I like a lot, and then the two honorable mentions. Okay. So to start, my Mount Rushmore sports movies, best ever, Rocky Two. I went two versus four. Okay. I got to be honest with you. I like three a lot, too. The, figuring out which Rocky to put on the list was the hardest part. But I like two. And certainly, as a as a franchise, nobody gets up there faster than Rocky, right? Sure. I mean, like, come on now. From the Rocky movies and, and, and to what they've done now, and I know you didn't love Creed, but a lot of people did. A lot of people Rock, did. Right. Rocky gets its place, yeah, for sure. Agreed. My second movie, Mount Rushmore, best sports movies of all time, Major League. <sighs> Now, the Indians, yeah. now, if I wasn't yeah. from the Northeast Ohio, does it make my li- whatever? It doesn't matter because I am, and that's right. how I came to it, right? right? So, Major League. The third best sports movie all time for me, The Color of Money with Tom Cruise and Paul <sighs> Newman. I love billiards. I love playing pool. I worked in a pool hall as a kid. I have kind of hustled that game a little bit when I was growing up. Can, I w- was pretty good at it. Okay. So I love that movie. I'm not surprised. Okay. That, love, that is, that's a good Stansberry pick. Love, love, love that movie, The Color of Money. Okay. Love it. Right? I almost went with the, with the original, The Hustler, but I was like, if I'm being honest, The Color of, uh, of Money is the movie I watch more and the movie I like more. Now, the fourth one should be wildly obvious. It's Tin Cup with, right. with Kevin Costner. Right. It's the other bookend of my Mount Rushmore. It's about golf. It was a great movie. You get a good love story in there. You get Cheech. He's super funny. You know, the, the Waffle House is great. They love talking right. about that in that movie. There's just a lot of that movie that is great. And um, the guy who goes for it too often and screws it up is, is a very identifiable story okay. with, with a lot of people, right? So then my honorable mentions. I'm going to give you a little Kevin Costner here. Bull Durham. Yeah, it's is one. on my honorable mention. Just one. watched it again the other night. Great movie. And then my second honorable mention, which could be on my list of best sports movies for sure. A League of Their Own. That movie is so good. I didn't even consider that, but that's certainly, I mean, yeah. A League of Their Own is a great movie. Very quotable. Um, it gave you Madonna as an actress. Rosie O'Donnell is hilarious in it. Very good. Before she became like the, the, you know, the person we all love to hate. Was very, very good in that movie. No crying in baseball. One of the most quotable yep. lines in movie history. You get Tom Hanks in a great troubled character. A guy he doesn't normally play a lot. Um, a guy battling with his inner demons. That kind of thing. Tom Hanks getting a little bit out of his uh, comfort zone there for the character. 
love a league of their own. Could have absolutely been on my list, but there they are. Sport movie, Mount Rushmore's. I know you guys are going to be sending us yours. We'll probably recap. That will be next on Rock 106.9. Your shot at $1,000. Now, text the keyword LUCK to 2HUCK. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com, and we have Ghoul Brothers House of Horrors tickets. We'll uh, wait and hold off on those to end the program with them. 1-800-243-7625, the number you'll need. Before the break, we were doing uh, Mount Rushmore, best sports movies. Run me uh, run me down your four and your two honorable mentions again. Rocky Four, Remember the Titans, White Men Can't Jump in the Sandlot, or my uh, that's my Mount Rushmore honorable mentions, uh, Varsity Blues and Space Jam. Um, I went with Rocky Two, Major League, The Color of Money, and Ten Cup as my four honorable mentions of Bull Durham and A League of Their Own. Um, a League of Their Own was on my list, multiple revisions and this and that. Um, it was hard. I'll tell you another one, Days of Thunder. I was like, where, yeah. where the hell does that go, right? There was some of that. So I knew people, this is one of those things everybody's going to have their opinion on, right? Lamar Sharp says uh, the program had to be a top five. Yeah. Now, see, you had it on your list, but then you bumped it. Multiple times here. Scratch mark on, scratch mark off. Scratch mark on, scratch mark off. I loved that movie as a kid when so it was good. out. I so loved good. it. And I would do when the, when, the, when the VHS tape first came out, I, we owned it. I, watched, I must have watched it 300 times. But I don't, it would not come close to making my top five. Or right top at the four. table! Oh, dude, man, I loved it. They laid down in those cars. Joe Kane was out there, man. I love that movie. Maybe I should. Dude, you know what? Screw Remember the Titans. Put the program on there. A lot of people are saying this to me, and I knew I was going to get this. And I'm going to push back on this, and a lot of you are going to freak out. But Rudy, and I got to tell you, Rudy's overrated. The movie's <sighs> overrated. And once Joe Montana went on the Dan Patrick show, it was like, yeah, dude, none of that happened. Like, none of it happened. I was kind of like, all right, well, we're out now. I feel like Rudy and Hoosiers, there was something that I wanted to put both of those movies on the list, but I think looking back on it, it's a little bit more mystique than quality. Who's right. Who Well said. Hoosiers is very hipster to say. It's very like, you want to be like, no, no, no. I mean, like the original. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's like yeah, one of those. Yeah, of course. It's like, it's like one of those arguments for me. Um, Aaron says, don't forget the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, I mean, great movie, but is it a great movie for me today? This is what I was talking about. Is it a great movie, or did I, or did it make me feel really good as a kid? Right. I tried to give you movies I still think are pretty great. And I, I'm sure if I went back and watched Mighty Ducks, it'd probably be like, man, it's pretty all right for a 1992 movie or whatever. But I didn't want to go all like, I don't want to say slapsticky, but like I felt like that and a couple of other like comedies where it was like, well, Talladega Nights, should I put that on there? See, and I'm like, eh, I don't know. I looked like. at Talladega Nights, but then I was like, ah, it's a little too slapsticky, but yet I decided to go with Major League. And that's interesting because they're both comedies. Right. So I, you know, but Rudy wouldn't make it for me. Like, honestly, like if I never see Rudy ever again, I'm fine with it. But any yeah. of the four movies on my yeah. list, I want to watch at least a couple of more times before I die. That's fair. I mean, yeah, if I never see Rudy again, then life will go on. My, yeah, I'd be totally fine. Same with same with uh, Hoosiers. I could never watch that movie ever again. But The Color of Money is a, is a movie I'm going to watch multiple more times before I die. Um, what about The Blind Side? People loved that movie, dude. People loved it. Okay. Loved it. Again. I cried my eyes out at that I'm movie. I'm sure you did. I love that movie. <laughs> but again, Michael Orr has come out and said, 
I don't really love it. They made me look kind of dumb. I wasn't that dumb. And so, so it, you remove some of the movie magic, though. If we if we don't care whether it's a true story or not, then why, why do, do we I care do if it? it's an embellished story? All right, fair enough. You know what? That's fair. That's that, that's me being too fine tooth comb. Yeah, over I mean, it. Happy Happy Gilmore is what it is. But I guess the the concept of true story adds some mystique of something. So when we find out that story is not necessarily true, I can understand why like that undercuts it. Oh, Mark just wrote in Mystery Alaska, and I gotta tell you, that is a great movie. What's Mystery Alaska? Where the the the, the they're in Alaska and they take on the New York Rangers. They get the Rangers to play pond hockey. No, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen this. Russell Crowe. No, I don't. Think You've I've, never I don't seen think Mystery I, Alaska. I, don't think I have. Oh, bro, watch Mystery well, Alaska. There it is. Yeah, that movie's really good. <laughs> Ruined your life, dude. Well, I don't know about that. Um, no, I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should definitely watch that. Um, uh, Getting back into the movies that uh, kind of slapsticky kind of comedy movies, I should have maybe possibly, and somebody put sent this in, Semi-Pro with Will Ferrell. It's a good one, dude. You can go back and still laugh at that movie, like legit laugh out loud. Yeah, he's good. I mean, Will's dude, good. Yeah, that, that that's definitely, it, it belongs in the conversation. A lot of people are surprised I didn't go with Caddyshack. Okay. Now, I love that movie. I love all things, well, early National Lampoon. I love all things early National Lampoon. Now, that's near the end of their original run. But uh, if you haven't watched, is it, is it Fat, Drunk, and Nearly Dead, or, or Drunk, yeah, Stoned, or Brilliant, like or whatever, that. it's the documentary on National Lampoons that's on Netflix, watch that. Those guys were hilarious. Um, and you could never do that magazine today. Jesus, how I mean, they were wildly offensive. But I don't. But Caddyshack wasn't enough about the sport for me as much as it was like working at the, at the club. At, at, you're right at the country yeah. club. The, the they could have been playing tennis just as easily in that, and it wouldn't have really wouldn't have mattered. It was the country club was the thing, not yeah. necessarily the sport. And again, like Tin Cup made my list, but it's more about the golf okay. than Caddyshack okay. was. It's also a more serious movie, and I said because I had the comedy of Major League, I wanted to go the other way. Now, Miracle is another one. That was almost one of my my honorable mentions. Kurt Russell as that coach, you'll have to forgive me, I forget his name, was really, really good. And I'm not a big Kurt Russell fan. Like, I don't like Big Trouble in Little China. Escape from New York was pretty good when I was a kid, but like, I I don't love him. Like, I I like Overboard and all that stuff. I, I don't get into him. But I thought he was really, really good in Miracle, and I really enjoyed that movie. That was another one that we got a lot. But yeah, I think Rudy's overrated. Oh, the replacements with was pretty good. Uh, it was good. Eh, I don't know if that. I don't know if that's a top ten or even for me. But the replacements was good, of course. Dodgeball. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. See, now uh, I think now, it, now we're just naming movies. Yeah. Um. Let me see here. The Natural was pretty good with Redford. Pretty good. Somebody just sent in Cool Runnings. Again, I think that's one of those things where it's like kind of hipsterish to say. Okay. I, I don't even know. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure I've ever seen Cool Runnings. Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. John Candy, Jamaican bobsled team. I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, definitely something well worth uh, going back and visiting there. Karate Kid sport movie? <sighs> yeah, it's a sport movie. It's not making my list, but I think it's a sport movie, right? Karate, that counts. Sports. I guess. What was the movie where Goldie Hawn was the football coach? Uh, what was that? It's not the replacement. Necessary it's Roughness? Yeah. yeah was necessary it Roughness, yeah. I, that, I don't know if that's making my list either. You had Space Jam as an honorable, right? Space Jam was on my honorable list, yeah. A lot of people saying Moneyball. 
Yeah, I, I, didn't, I mean, good movie, but I didn't love it. Anybody draft day, the Cleveland Browns movie? Good good choice, but no. Bad movie, though, no, dude. We can all say it was good because it was the Browns and it like felt like something to watch, but that movie wasn't all that great. I honestly saw it once, don't remember what I even feel about it, so that kind of tells you it probably wasn't that good of a movie. We do have Ghoul Brothers House of Horrors tickets. We'll pass those out to end the program next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come. At iHeartMedia, we know that marketing to your customers is a challenge businesses of all sizes share. We can help. Not only does radio reach 93% of Americans every week, more than Facebook, Google, and even television, but recently, privacy concerns have forced social media platforms to scale down their advertising options, while radio is expanding its reach and targeting through the iHeartRadio app every day. Visit iHeartMedia.com to learn more. Again, visit iHeartMedia.com and put AMFM to work for your company. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Shannon's got your opportunity at $1,000 shortly after 10 a.m. this morning. That will continue until 9 o'clock this evening. Yes, we had gotten this wrong. Wildcats was the Goldie Hawn football movie. Scott Bakula was in um, Necessary Romance. Uh, we kind of, yeah, we kind of got that back. Whoops! <laughs> Take the broadcasting license away from those idiots. Done. It's over. <laughs> Done. Whoops. Done. Dude, I'm excited right now. All right, we all fired up about. I uh, so yesterday the weather was pretty good, right? Right. And the golf game had been a little bit of a struggle. Has been. Yeah, fell yeah. fell down on the job a little bit, right? So I went back to HJ, got a tune-up lesson, then everything was all right. But then I like two days later after that, I went to the driving range. I was still like, man, something's not right. And I realized most of it was my takeaway and my setup and all that. And so like, I went out to the Elms yesterday, and I played. And it started horrifically, almost to the point where I was like, dude, just walk off. Just just go home. You don't have it. And I was like, no, 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 dude. It's slow today. Like, dude, bear down. And Power let's, through it. Like, let's get this figured out for real. And I did. I found it. And I actually, the second nine I played yesterday, I played, I don't want to say really well, but well enough to where I'm like, okay, I, I realized what I had been doing wrong. And uh, I'm playing today with our with our buddy, Greg73. Oh, Nice. From um, Save 22 right yeah, there, yeah, Greg 73. One of the guys I met through Save 22, again, a uh, <laughs> organization raising awareness on the fact that 22 servicemen and women a day commit suicide. And uh, Greg's a good dude, and uh, he's a really good golfer. We call him Better Greg 73 because he routinely shoots 73. <laughs> Anytime you're breaking 80, that's pretty good there. So he and I are going to play Legends this afternoon. I'm pretty excited about it. So I'm like, I'm, it's, it's like, because I, I was just saying this to somebody the other day. It was actually, it, it was actually the woman I'm dating. I said, I got work going in a great direction. Work is fantastic right now. I said, I got this thing starting with you, which is fantastic. I love where we're at and I love where I think we're, where we're headed. I, I love all that. And I said, and now I was like, if I was just playing halfway decent golf, I'd be the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. So if I can get this, like, you know what I mean? All three things to come together at once. I don't know. Does this mean, do I get to take over the world now? No, it means you die, dude. You, if you, if you, no. Think for one second your life is going to go well and there's not a sucker punch waiting around the corner? Come on, man. Dude, if I get hit by a drunk driver today, you're going to feel like a dick. Come on, man. You're going to feel like a big old jerk. Ghoul Brothers House of Horrors tickets. We'll pass those out right now. We'll take caller 20, 1-800-243-7625 on those. Again, stick around for Shannon as she hooks you up with $1,000 on Rock 106.9. Aside from that, we're done. Be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. You guys have a great afternoon. See ya. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. 
Season tickets to see the Kent State Golden Flashes football team start at $45, and the next home game is Saturday, October 20th against Akron. Fans are encouraged to wear white and kick off is at 3.30. For more information, visit KentStateSports.com or call the ticket office at 330-672-2244. Go Flash!